This is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Oakland County's Health Division recently announced that they're helping the city of Birmingham and the city of White Lake and White Lake Townships sorry, with an issue that feels far too familiar here in Michigan and increasingly in cities across the country. Lead in the drinking water. Testing of water in both communities indicated that there are some homes with lead levels that are exceeding the so-called acceptable levels for municipal water systems. Our next guest is a water infrastructure safety expert who used to work for the EPA, Elin Warren Batanzo. Welcome back to Detroit Today. Thank you so much for having me. So it does seem like we are singing the same old tune over and over here in Michigan Talk about the news. Uh, what is the county's health division saying officially about Birmingham and White Lake Township? So these two communities recently did new sampling under the revised Michigan lead and copper rule. And we we recently got a new rule in June of 2018. We have uh, new requirements for water utilities when they sample for lead in the drinking water. So this is uh, among the first utilities uh, data coming in under these new sampling protocols. And they require more stringent sampling and where when we do more accurate sampling for lead in the water, we end up finding it. And that's what we see here in Birmingham and in White Lake. And this is about the new lead and copper rules that we have here in Michigan, correct? Yes. Explain what those rules are and how they are, I guess, educating us to how bad this problem is in, in our drinking water. Right. So the Michigan lead and copper rule requires water utilities to identify where their lead service lines are. And if they have lead service lines, they have to take compliance samples at those homes with lead service lines. When they have lead service lines, they have to take a new sampling protocol where they continue to take a sample like we used to and like is required under the EPA lead and copper rule where they take the first liter out of the tap. But now they also collect the fifth liter out of the tap. And that fifth liter of water is more likely to represent water that's been sitting in a lead service line over time. So it represents higher levels of lead that you might be drinking in your home if you do have a lead service line. So uh, talk about what this means for us. We are we are not learning about something that didn't exist before, but I guess we are learning about something we weren't really paying attention to before. Does it require us to behave differently when we think about turning the tap on to fill a glass of water to drink, does it mean we should think differently about how fast or how furiously we get after the infrastructure problems that we have in the state? Yeah, so you're exactly right. These lead pipes have been in place for a very long time. The majority of them were installed before 1950. So <laughs> these are very old pipes. And so that hasn't changed. The water quality in Birmingham has not changed. It's just the way that we're measuring the water. And it demonstrates that when you've got lead pipes, lead does get in the water and it it's at levels of concern. The safe level of lead in drinking water is zero parts per billion. The US EPA says that that's the maximum contaminant level goal for lead. That means that's what should be in drinking water. So when we measure anything above that, especially anything over the EPA action level of 15 parts per billion, that means we really need to be concerned. And it demonstrates that when lead service lines des deliver our water, 
There is a risk of lead in the drinking water, and it just means that it's time to get those lead pipes out. We shouldn't be drinking water through lead pipes. And that is part of what we are planning to do, at least here in Michigan, as part of these lead and copper rule changes. We're trying to get rid of all of the lead pipes, all the lead service lines in particular, that are carrying this lead into into our drinking water. Exactly. So the Michigan lead and copper rule is the only lead and copper rule in the country right now that requires water utilities to remove lead service lines, full lead service lines, all the way from the water main in the street to the inside of the house, you know, all any lead in between that space. And it, they all have to be removed by 2041. And, and there is some pushback against that idea, and it is about money. Some communities believe that that's going to cost us too much. It's going to pass that cost on to consumers or to taxpayers somehow, and that it's not worth doing. Talk about why we should be focused on fixing this problem, given that it's existed for as long as it has. Is it really the kind of emergency that we're starting to treat it as? Well, we've been underinvesting in our water infrastructure for a very long time. Our lots of our water mains in in Detroit, we've got plenty of them that are over 100 years old, you know, and all across especially our older communities uh, where the lead service lines are most prevalent. So, we have known for quite some time that we definitely need a huge investment in our water infrastructure and the pipes that deliver that water to our home are part of that infrastructure and they end up determining the quality of the water we drink in our home. It doesn't matter if the water is safe leaving the water treatment plant. If it's not safe at the tap, that's where we drink it, and that's where it matters. So investing in this and getting these pipes out once and for all, I mean, we actually knew back in the day that lead was a poison. We've known since the days of ancient Rome that lead is not good for humans. So when we drink water every day, we know it's the healthiest thing for us to drink. We shouldn't be drinking popper soda and all these other things. We need to be drinking water, and so we need to make sure that that water is delivered safely to our homes. My guest is Elin Warren-Batonzo, founder of Safe Water Engineering, LLC. She is a former EPA worker who was involved in the D.C. lead-tainted water crisis, also was the person who suggested to Dr. Mona Hanna-Atisha that something was really wrong and worth investigating in Flint, which led to the discovery and the public, public acknowledgement, at least, of the Flint water crisis. We're talking about Birmingham and White Lake Township, two Oakland County county municipalities that are now dealing with their own end of water issues. Uh, water advisories are issued for those those communities uh, based on tests that have been recently done under our new lead and copper rules. If you want to join the conversation, give us a call, especially we want to hear from you if you live in one of these affected communities in Birmingham or White Lake Township. What do you think of what's going on there? Are you surprised to learn that there's as much lead in the water as there is? And do you support the idea of paying to replace all the pipes that carry this lead uh, into your drinking water? As always, the number on the phones here is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today and uh, we'll try to work you into the conversation Let's go to Maggie in Southwest Detroit. Maggie, welcome to the show. Hi. Hey. Hi, thank you. Mm -hmm. I wondered if you both can speak about some success stories around lead service line replacement. And what comes to mind is Lansing Board of Water and Light 
mm-hmm. over several years has been working with residents to replace service lines. Yeah, that's a great example, Maggie. We had Verge Bernero, who's the former mayor of Lansing, on the program to talk about how he pulled that off in, in Lansing know and why. Well, know him well. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Elin, <laughs> are, are there other really good examples of this? Uh, well, the other big national example of that is Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, they've also replaced their lead service lines. Uh, and kind of both of these communities uh, decided that it was much more efficient to just get the lead pipes out rather than to mess around with water treatment and try to figure out how to get that right because corrosion control helps, but it is not foolproof. You still have lead in the water. So, um, so those are two communities. There are other communities that have... Uh, been m- talking about public uh, commitment to lead service line replacement. Denver Water is one that recently has published a plan for replacing all of their lead service lines. Um, but uh, in Michigan, we do have this requirement. And so um, the Michigan utilities should be developing their plans right now for how they're going to get the lead service lines out. They need to identify how many they have, you know, how much it's going to cost, and just how to figure out how to get that done effectively over the next 20 years. Mm. Maggie, I appreciate the call and the question. Let's go to State Senator Mallory McMorrow, who actually represents Birmingham, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Mallory, welcome to the show. Hi, Stephen. Thank hey. you. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Hi. Yeah, so I just wanted to call in and, number one, say thank you for, for covering this. Um, you know, we got the news earlier this week of the elevated blood levels in Birmingham and you know, my, my view on this is we know the scope of the issue. Um, we've got improved testing, and we know there's no level of lead that is safe for human consumption. So I think it's an opportunity for us um, to take action and to show that in Oakland County, this is something that, that we believe very strongly in. Um, and as, as Elon knows, I've worked with Elon uh, on a few meetings regarding this issue. This is an issue that's going to be popping up all around the country. So we have the most aggressive law in the nation. Uh, and I think it's a real opportunity for us to take action. Uh, I've only got about a minute left, but I'm wondering if you're hearing from constituents in Birmingham about this issue. Yeah, we are. We've had a few uh, people contact us saying, you know, they, they know that they live in an older home that might have a lead service line. And it's something that residents have been asking to find more information out for a while now. Um, so the biggest thing we're hearing is that residents just want to be informed. They want to know and they want to know what they can do about it. We should also note that uh, water filter kits are going to be available to Birmingham and White Lake residents who qualify at the following locations in Birmingham. That's Tuesday, October 8th from 4 to 7 uh, at Birmingham City Hall. uh, And at White Lake, it is uh, Thursday tomorrow from 7 to 9 p.m. at Lakeland High School. So uh, if you live in those communities, you can get uh, a water filter. Elin Batonzo, it's always great to have you here with us. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. All right, that's going to do it for me today. I will be back tomorrow, and I hope you will too. We're going to talk about the stigma of HIV with someone who is living with the disease, plus a conversation with the author of a book about James Baldwin and William F. Buckley and a debate that uh, they had over race in the United States 50 years ago, what it says about our politics today. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's NPR station, your connection to news, music, and conversation. We'll talk again tomorrow.